Hello, 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 everyone, everyone, everyone. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore. I am your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time. It is time for our daily devotional. Today's daily devotional, we are coming out of 2 Kings chapter 9, 1 through 37. And it speaks about... Jahu anointed king and Jahu plots to kill Joram and Jezebel's violent death. Jahu anointed king, Jahu plots to kill Joram and Jezebel's violent death. So I want you to get your Bibles, your tablets, cell phones, however you may read the word, and come on and let's deep dive into what is God going to teach us today. All right, come on now. Let's get busy with Daily Devotional. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. Second Kings chapter 9, 1 through 37, and it reads, And Elisha, the prophet, called one of the children of the prophets and said unto him, Gird up thy loins and take this box of oil in thine hand and go to Ramoth Gilead. And when thou comest thither, look out there, Jahu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nim- Nimshi, and go in and make him arise up from among his brethren and carry him to an inner chamber. Then take the box of oil and pour it on his head and say, Thus saith the Lord, I have anointed thee king over Israel. Then open the door and flee and tarry not. So the young man, even the young man, the prophet, went to Ramoth Gilead. And when he came, behold, the captains of the host 
were sitting. And he said, I have an, an errand to thee, O captain. And Jahu said, Unto which of all us? And he said to thee, O captain. And he arose and went into the house, and he poured the oil on his head and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed thee king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. And thou shalt smite the house of Ahab thy master, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab him that pisses against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel. And I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jerobim, the son of Nebet, and like the house of Baashay, the son of Ahaji. And the dog shall eat Jezebel in the portion of Jezreel, and there shall be none to bury her. And he opened the door and fled. Then Jahu came forth to the servants of his Lord, and one said unto him, It is, is all well. Wherefore came this mad fellow to thee? And he said unto thee, Ye know the man and his communication. And they said, It is false. Tell us now. And he said, Thus and thus spake he to me, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I have anointed thee king over Israel. Then they haste and took every man his garment and put it under him on the top of the stairs and blew the trumpet, saying, Jahu is king. So Jahu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, conspired against jo Joram. Now Joram had kept Ramoth Gilead he and all Israel, because of Hazel, Hazel, king of Syria. But King Joram was returned to be healed in Jezreel of the wounds which the Syrians had given him when he fought with Hazel, king of Syria. And Jahu said, If it be your minds, then let none go forth nor escape out of the city to go to tell it in Jezreel. So Jehu rode in a chariot and went to Jezreel, for Joram lay there, and Ahazel, king of Judah, was come down to see Joram. And there stood a watchman on the tower in Jezreel, and he spied the company of Jahu as he came, and said, I see a company. And Joram said, 
take an horseman and send to meet him and let him say, Is it peace? So there went one on horseback to meet him and said, Thus saith the king, Is it peace? And Jahu said, What hast thou to do with peace? Turn thee behind me. And the watchman told, saying, The messenger came to them, but he cometh not again. Then he sent out a second on horseback, which came to them, and said, Thus said the king, Is it peace? And Jahu answered, What hast thou to do with peace? Turn thee behind me. And the watchman told, saying, He came even unto them, and cometh not again. And the driving is like the driving of Jahu the son of Nimshi, for he driveth furiously. And Joram said, Make ready, and his chariot was made ready. And Joram, king of Israel, and Ahazel, king of Judah, went out, each in his chariot, and they went out against Jahu, and met him in the portion of Naboth the Jezreelite. And it came to pass, when Joram saw Jahu, that he said, Is it peace, Jahu? And he answered, What peace, so long as the whoredom of thy mother Jezebel and her witchcraft are so many? And Joram turned his hands and fled and said to Ahazah, There is treachery, O O Ahazah. And Jahu drew a bow with his full strength and smote Jehoram between his arms. And the arrow went out at his heart and he sunk down in his chariot. <clears throat> then said Jahu to Bedkar, Bedkar, his captain, Take up and cast him in the portion of the field of Naboth, the Jezreelite. For remember how that when I and thou rode together after Ahab his father, the Lord laid this burden upon him. Surely I have seen yesterday the blood of Naboth and the blood of his sons, saith the Lord, and I will requite thee in this plate, said the Lord. Now therefore take and cast him into the plat plat of ground according to the word of the Lord. But when Ahazah the king of Judah saw this, he fled by the way of the garden house. And Jahu followed after him and said, Smite him also in the chariot. And they did so at the going up to Gur, which is by Ibelum, Ibelium. And he fled to 
Megadu and died there. And his servants carried him in a chariot to Jerusalem and buried him in his sepulcher with his fathers in the city of David. And in the eleventh year of Joram, the son of Ahab, began Ahaziah to reign over Judah. And when Jahu came, was come to Jezebel, Jezebel heard of it, and she painted her face and tired her head and looked out at a window. And as Jahu entered in at the gate, she said, Had Zerum peace, who slew his master? And he lifted up his face to the window and said, Who is on my side? Who? And there looked out to him two or three eunuchs. And he said, Throw her down. So they threw her down, and some of the blood was sprinkled on the wall and on the horses, and he trod her underfoot. And when he was come in, he did eat and drink and said, Go, see now this cursed woman and bury her, for she is a king's daughter. And they went to bury her, but they found no more of her than the skull and the feet and the palms of her hands. Wherefore they came again and told him, and he said, This is the word of the Lord, which he spake by his servant Elijah the Tishbite, saying, In the portion of Jezreel shall dogs eat the flesh of Jezebel, and the carcass of Jezebel shall be as dung among the face of the field in the portion of Jezebel, so that they shall not say, this is Jezebel. I have just read 2 Kings chapter 9, 1-37. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this day to say thank you, Lord. We thank you for all that you have done for us, all that you're going to do, and all that you are. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to see another day with the breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs, and we are in our right minds just for the day, Lord. We say thank you. Thank you for everything that you do for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Authors, authors, have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book.
all right now, let's get into this word for today, right? So, we see in 2 Kings chapter 9, 1 through 37, that Elisha has has a prophecy for Jahu. And Jahu seems he's just a young man and he is just sitting, sitting, doing nothing. Right? So Elijah gets one of the children of the prophets to go and deliver a message to Jahu. And he is to go and pull Jahu to the side and anoint his head with oil and tell him he is going to be king over king over the people of the Lord. He is going to be king of uh, king over Israel. And he goes and anoints him, and then Jahu rises and takes his place in as king of Israel. And he has to go and <laughs> he has to go and he he, he basically has to go and kill Jobram to get his uh, to become the king of Israel. So Jahu plots to kill Jobram. He goes into that. He goes and he does so. And he also kills Jezebel. Also has her killed. Um who today it is called what God has for you is for you and nobody can take that away from you what God has for you is for you and no one can take that away from you you know a lot of times we don't know our purpose a lot of times we don't know what God has planned for us but he does And it may not look like it now, but God has something else for you to do with your life. And it is on a whole different level of where you're at now. You may be struggling right now. You may be depressed right now. You may have anxiety. But God is going to deliver you out of those things that are not for you. Because he knows the plans he has for you. I would have never thought that I would be doing this. I never thought that I would be a minister because of my previous life that I lived. When I was a little girl, I used to sing in church and I would do concerts and I would sing and things like that. And I tell you what, that was marvelous. It was, it was, it was marvelous. And... And I did not foresee this future here. 
when I was seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, years old, they always put me in church. They always, you know, they they turn around and you Sharice, sing, sing, sing. And I was like, okay, all right. And I got away from that the older I got. And I never understood my anointing God had placed on my life with the voice, with the voice, the gift of singing. <clears throat> and I took it for granted at one time. I, t- I took it for granted, for real. I, I took it for granted because I didn't, you know, when you get the kids to teasing you and people make fun of you and things like that in church and you're doing God's work, it can deter you from a life of living in servitude to God. Because you don't understand the magnitude of the gift God gave you, right? But God is not through with you yet. No matter what you have been through, no matter what you're going through right now, God has something else for you to do. And he's not through with you yet. And you can jump off that track if you want to. But he's going to bring you full circle. You can get on drugs. You can become drug addicted. You can become a prostitute. You can become, you, 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 can, you can do all these, these things in the world, be worldly. And God still keep your, God still keeps your blessing there waiting on you. What God has for you, no man can take away. See, Jahu was just a regular person out of nowhere. He was just, you know, sitting there, you know, just sitting minding his business one day. And this man, this prophet, the son of the prophets, one of the sons of the prophets, is directed, is, is, uh, uh, is ordered by Elisha, the prophet, to go and deliver a message to Jahu about his future. <coughs> about his future. And that is so important when you do have that thing put together like so. So my thing is don't forget no matter what you've done in your past and you know you got some good qualities. Know that your good stuff might be in a in a in a little box somewhere. It might be stored away or, or put away for a little while. Whatever your thing you used to like to do, right? And that was something God gave you as a quality of something that He wanted you to use for His glory. No matter what it is, whether it's designing boxes, gift boxes, no matter if it's singing, no matter if it's playing an instrument, and no matter if it's it, if it's um, helping other people form businesses or what, everybody has a power to rule in uh, in, in your life. Everyone has that anointing on their life no matter what you're doing what it looks like what it is God has an anointing on your life and he's going to take your gifts 
and he's gonna make them blossom one day. He, you may, you may think that gift or whatever you do is dormant, it's not no use, and not, and a light bulb is gonna come out in your head, go off in your head, and you'll be like, man, really? Be like, wait a minute, I could, I can do this, I can, I can accomplish this, I can really do what, what I, you know, these, what God has placed on you is for you, and can't nobody take that away from you. And you have a purpose. You have something in your life that that you may have went through some stuff that you could tell somebody your story and you could bless them and let them know that God is not through with them yet either. You know, um, I say like this. And I was out in the world, I was doing. As I was saying, when I was out in the world doing all kind of foolish stuff, I didn't think, I didn't, I did not want to use my gifts to better myself. I didn't use my mind. I didn't use my I didn't use my mind to do anything good. My mind was wrecked. I was holding on to things that people had done to me. I had had a grudge, I had grievances, I had uh, you know, things that were bothering me in my life. And I went out into the world and searched, searched, searched for through people, through places, through drugs, through this, through, through um, you know, I didn't love myself. I did I had fell out of love with myself. I had, I had found, I had made me a whole nother person to be a whole nother person. Not the person now, but the person I used to be didn't love herself. And when you don't love yourself, you are bound to do stupid stuff that shows the world that you don't love yourself. Feeling all these strange emotions, I went out into the world and did a lot of foolishness. Searching through the wrong people, places, and things that were not of God. And I stayed there for a long time. I've had some reprieves of of my drug addiction. I've had some reprieves of my, uh, you know, searching for the wrong, looking for love in all the wrong places, as they say. And... Dealing with some issues, some childhood issues that I was not, that that catapulted me into being somebody I wasn't. That God did not intend for me to be. But one day, he woke me up. He woke me up and started my mind to working and started my mind to thinking in the ways of God. And I've always had the desire to learn about the Word of God. 
So after I had those three deaths, I talk about that a lot. That was my life-changing moment. And when I had those life-changing moments like that, it, it woke me up. It woke me up like, what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to be, you know? And then I started having a relationship. I knew who God was, but I wanted a closer relationship with God. So that's when I enrolled in theology school. And I started doing different things. And I started doing, thinking different and being different and, and really doing different things. And yeah, I have slipped off that I have slipped off that podium, that stage where I had, you know, I think I got it all and then something happens and I do something stupid and I fall off the stage. But God had me understand that I have a choice of what decisions I make in my life, whether they are good or bad. And because of that, it gives me understanding that I was even seeking the wrong people in the church. I was seeking everybody else's approval in church. Oh, I could sing. I could do this. I could do that. I could, you know, and, and give him my time and do and do it. And, and God says, no, you have to get yourself together and have a relationship with me. Just me, just me and you alone. And then I understood why some things were happening to me after those three deaths. I understood why God was placing me in these certain places, in these certain jobs, in these certain things. And I got an understanding of God is not through with me yet. And I'm still developing. I'm still, he's still nurturing me. He's still giving me wise counsel. That's the thing about when you have a relationship with God, he gives you wise counsel. And you, and, and you, and you, you got to listen. Got to listen. And everybody can't go with you to that level. I've had to leave people behind. I've had to distance myself from people. I had to, you know, when people want to come back into your life and they think it's everything is hunky-dory and you look at the relationship how it previously was, it makes you like, no, i pass because I already know what you about. Already been there, done that. No, I'm, nope, I'm not, nope. Nope, we can't be friends. We can't be friends. And sometimes that's how things happen in our lives as we realize that when God puts on on a puts us on a different level and He's He has a purpose for our lives, we get to the point where no, we have to be alone. And I had to learn how to do that. I had to learn how to be alone and just me and God in this journey and you know, it even woke my eye, even woke me up to the fact that um, I don't have to take what people dish out or how they treat me. I have a choice. I have a choice in everything that I do in my life. And I didn't realize that when I was younger. I didn't realize I had a choice. I thought, okay, I got to play this game, go along and do this and do that. And God was telling me all along, this is not for you. Certain things were not for me. And I didn't see, and I was hard-headed, and I didn't want to listen to God. That's our problem. We don't want to listen. We don't want to listen when God tells us stuff. So, when God anoints you, he anoints you. 
You I got these skills. You can paint. You can talk. You can uh, moderate. You can do a whole lot of things in your life. And and when you're in a, in a groove, everything works out for you. You can tell when you're in your purpose, when stuff starts working out for you and you don't have to stress. You don't have to be stressed out. You don't have to be worried. You don't have to be, uh, you know, and, and, and when you give God the desires of your heart, he will give you your desires. So, and when you in this groove of being who God wants you to be, you do have to be picky about who you, who your, what your, what your people, places, and things are gonna be in your anointing. Everybody can't walk with you in your anointing. Everybody can't sit with you at the table. You even have to sometimes forsake family and friends and the person that you thought you loved because God opened your eyes to really show you what this person is really about or what this thing is really about or what this place is really about. Not what you thought it was, but what God had planned for you to do. You know. And once you're in that groove, don't let nobody mess that up for you. Don't let nobody mess that up for you because you don't want to get off track and get off centered and be all, all, how can I say it, all just messed up, okay? You know. And always be conscious about asking God where he wants you to go in your anointed place. Always ask God where he wants you to go in your anointed place. So, this message is for everyone in the listening audience. What God has for you is for you and no one can take that away from you. Okay, babies? I want to just say thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank you for participating, following, uh, subscribing, uh, sharing, commenting on the podcast. I want to thank you for that. If you have a message to send me, send a voice message. Send. You can reach me on Facebook, Sharice Johnson Moore. Uh, you can reach me at Instagram, SNJM. 5289. You can reach me on Twitter, Sharice J. Moore. You can reach me on uh, YouTube, Sharice Johnson Moore. You can reach me um, through uh, Twitter, you know, Twitter, TikTok, Sharice Johnson Moore. You can reach me. You can reach me. So reach out. You know, if you want private counseling, if you want to talk about some things, you know, and, and work through some things, I also have a uh a I also have ways to help you in that okay I love you God loves you and I want you to have a blessed day and thank you for coming in and listening to daily devotionals all right now I'll talk to you later on daily devotionals
Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore, and welcome to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voiceover ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at IamSharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know it's time. I know it was getting good, wasn't it? I know, but um, it's time for us to depart until next time for Daily Devotional. We want to thank anchor.fm.com for being our home for this podcast and distributing it to the following channels. Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Verbal, Amazon Music, Audible, Reason, CastBox. And we have a new home, iHeartRadio. Yes, we got a new place to stay, y'all. If you have enjoyed listening to this podcast segment of Daily Devotional or any of the other programs like Morning Word and Worship, Let's Talk Sunday, Entrepreneurial Corners, and Authors Excerpt Sunday, please, you can support this podcast with a monthly donation with with as little as 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 to this broadcast for it to thrive and level up because when you give, we all level up, okay? We all leveling up, okay? You can donate through GPay or any major credit card. You can donate through GPay or with any major credit card. And I want to say thank you to everyone that listens and takes their time out for to listen to the podcast. Go to anchor.fm.com backslash Sharice Johnson Moore backslash support to give your donations. Anchor.fm.com backslash Sharice Johnson Moore backslash support to give your donations. We greatly appreciate everything that you do for this podcast. And I want you to have a blessed day and talk to you again on Daily Devotion.